Hello and welcome to that film studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. It was San Diego Comic Con over the weekend, which means there are just so many things to talk about. I agree. So many. Um, how about we get straight into trailer talk? Because there's heaps of those uh, as well, um, just so we can get to those sizzling news items. The first trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever not only gave us a tease of the new Black Panther, but he also introduced us to Namor, the Submariner, which has to be one of the worst kept secrets. I mean, <laughs> we have known or we've read that Namor will be in this movie. And finally, at Comic-Con, it was confirmed. I remember the little tease in, I mean, I must, I think it was Endgame. It must have been Endgame where, where there was like a, a thing about some sort of weird, you know, like underwater earthquake or something. And, oh, we're going to go investigate that. And it's like, oh, Neymar. <laughs> even, um, even more than that, though, for weeks, I've been seeing concept art online. And then when you see the trailer, that's, oh, yeah. That's full on. It's the actual actor that was in the concept art. I mean, look, that, is, that is really very exciting. New character. We're going to get that long time coming. Um, that's great stuff. I've got to say, this trailer, very well put together. Like, just this works as a teaser because, I, I you know, I have no idea what's going on, but it just felt very emotional. The, 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 the soundtrack backing, like, I'm like, this is a this is a pretty dope song. I liked I liked what this trailer presented. Yeah, that <laughs> me too. Yeah, it was a nice little minute and a half of my life. And you know, it is a teaser, and we don't even know who Black Panther is. Oh, can you get see, any more? Can you get any more see, of a tease? <laughs> we see a Black Panther. We do. But who is it? Who is it? So. I but mean, it could, could be his sister. It could be... In fact, do you know what? It could absolutely be Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan. Apparently, he's having a bit of a different role this time. But either, either way, you know, that's, that's fun. Like, you know, finding out or waiting to find out who the new Black Panther is going to be. But more than that, as you say, the film itself looks great. It looks like a really, really good film. And, I mean, this is going to be the 30th MCU film. And I've got to be honest, I forgot that Black Panther was next. And then when I realised it was, before this trailer, I was like, oh, really? Okay. I wasn't too excited. But this trailer has got me excited. No, look, I'm I'm there as well. Like, you know, we've obviously, you know, my views on the first Black Panther film. It's very much um, a minority view against the rest of the world. I wasn't the biggest fan. It was okay. But, like, it didn't do anything to me to make me go, man, I can't wait for the next one. Although Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther was, or as T'Challa, was amazing. So his absence in this film... Um, you, you know, his absence is probably going to be felt more because of how amazing he was and the fact that he's not going to be in it. Um, but I didn't know 
how I was going to feel sort of with the first bit of marketing. And but this has got me, it's it's got my whiskers tingling. I'm like, that was an unintentional cat reference there, but yeah, it's just got me a little bit more pumped. And I think that that's the job of the of the teaser trailer, and it's it's done that. Yeah, and I do think as well those parallels losing Chadwick Boseman and the loss to the loss of T'Challa in the film you know you're gonna you're gonna feel that they're talking about the character you're thinking about the actor there's going to be so much emotion in this film and then you're going to have all the big action and the mystery of who is the new Black Panther yeah I mean this film there's a there's a lot going on there yeah there's to talk about and to be like what is what is happening i mean yeah. did you get did you get some avatar vibes like i know there's some blue characters in this movie but i'm not talking about that it's just very much like hey we've got this you know almost like this mysterious like uh kept secret kind of world and obviously we know that it's no longer a secret and the trailer does seem to sort of present like okay some sort of invasive party is coming in and wrecking shop and i mean it's very simpler yes okay cool not just me not just me not a bad thing not a bad thing at all um i was just yeah i was like getting some avatar vibes getting some avatar vibes and then of course with the name or stuff i'm like okay water yeah (laughs) i don't know i was pleased to see that they they kept the ankle wings. I wasn't quite sure <laughs> if we would get them when Namor made his live action debut. Oh, I mean, he's comic accurate. You know, he's got his, he's got his, he's got his ankle wings. He's got his green speedos. Job done. That's um, that's the character. <laughs> the fourth John Wick movie now has a teaser trailer and a new title as well are you all i mean you're all for this aren't you oh mate i love the john wick films did you like this trailer <laughs> well it's well honestly yes i did because i like the john wick films it's a teaser um there's some good teasers in there we've got john training uh Lawrence fishburne brings him his suit at the end i mean yeah, I mean, if I'm honest, I don't know where do you sit with the with the John Wick films. Like, have you have you seen them all? I think I've only seen the first two. I haven't seen the third one yet. Don't judge me. But look, this fourth, this fourth, um, this fourth te- like film, this teaser, this 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 film. I mean, it looks like what we've gotten before, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, the highlight for me, like, you know, you've got Samuel Jackson rocking up. And you know, and I mean, like Johnny, you ready? And I'm like, hey, absolutely, do not have this? Sam Jackson turning up. You have Lawrence Fishburne turning up. Oh, was that not Sam Jackson? Nope, that's a completely really? different person. Remember, oh, it was in okay. the news years ago where Sam Jackson got annoyed because he was been mistaken for Lawrence Fishburne. My apologies. Look, I watch this on my phone. It's not the biggest of screens. You need to see it on a bigger screen. But well, um, okay, my. My takeaway from that was like, oh man, this is like that scene in the Avengers where it's like 
kind of like having trouble sleeping cap, you know, like where Chris Evans is punching the punching bag. Yeah, only and, no Chris uh, Evans. Lawrence Fishburne rocks up. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> no Sam Jackson. <laughs> but um, okay, this is a teaser. It's a one minute teaser. Um, I mean, you mentioned new title. The first movie, John Wick. Second movie, John Wick Chapter Two. Third movie, John Wick Chapter Three. Parabellum, the fourth movie, John Wick 4. If I'm honest, don't know how I feel about that. It's like, pick one. Is it going to be chapter and then the chapter number? Are they going to give it a subtitle? Or are they just going to give it a number four? I mean, I guess they're you know, doing it differently each time. I mean, it looks... It's, it looks it's like the, the inconsistency of Fast and Furious. It's... It, it's it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know, though. Me. I know. I it know. Me, but it doesn't matter. No, I, I don't think it's quite. I think it's quite the same. It's just the fact that they, they've committed to chapter twice. And now with the right. fourth one, they're like, nope. John Wick 4. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's it's not it's not really a big deal. I'm sure the film, they'll, they'll, the be, good. there'll be some um, like press... There'll be some press release where it's like, yeah, we've decided to just go with John Wick 4 because this is a completely fresh, like, take on the thing. And it's like, it's it's no longer a new chapter. It's like, I don't know, it'll be, oh, some, be some spin. But it looks good, though. You've got Keanu Reeves. You've got Donnie Yen repelling bullets with a sword. It looks fun. But can you remember there was a time last year where we were going to get both The Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 on the same day. And I think it was like middle of the year. And The Matrix moved to Christmas. And I think, I mean, it's not even until next year. I think March next year we get John Wick. Do you know, I keep seeing these movies advertised for 2023. And I'm like, oh, my. My God, that's so long. That's so far away. And it's in like six months. <laughs> it does seem, oh, you're right though. I mean, it does seem really like that that number just seems so distant. Yeah, it is what it is. So before Comic Con, the first trailer, because I started mapping out the show, the first trailer I added, and it was the only trailer for a while, was Clerks 3. And I was really looking forward to talking about Clerks 3, but then we kind of had to start with Black Panther. But we got the first trailer, the long-awaited return to Kevin Smith's seminal slacker movie series. I am really looking forward to this film. And if I'm honest, I was before I saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The trailer, the trailer really has won me over. I mean, again, like I was, I was always going to watch this, but you know, it was sort of like, okay, like a third quote, that's fine. Oh, you know, like I'm not, I wasn't go nuts for it but this trailer like at first i was worried i was like oh you know it's just it's just gonna be kevin smith making a movie about someone making a movie and i'm like okay but then by the end of the trailer i'm like you have won me over man like all the meta humor the yeah just like every, yeah spot on like it's just it works Honestly, I'm yeah like i'm more excited for it than ever i mean clerks too He's one of my favourites of his films. I absolutely love Clerks 2. Recently, I did a rewatch of Jay Silent Bob reboot. So good, especially 
the chasing Amy scene with Ben Affleck, Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah, just more Kevin Smith. I'm so glad that he's back making View Askewverse films again. Yeah, I love the the line of the like about when they're referencing you know, like sequels. Like, what am I a sellout? And it's <laughs> just the top title card clerks three. It's a big smile. I'm there. Me too. I I know that my wife is not a fan, but I'm like, just humor me. And I played the trailer. But yeah, she got nothing from it, but she humored me. She watched the trailer. Um, but yeah, no, I think it looks great. Cannot wait for Clerks 3. Halloween ends, uh, or the trailer for Halloween ends, promises Jamie Lee Curtis's final showdown with Michael Myers. And this was definitely something that was promised to us at the end of Halloween Kills. Is that the name? Halloween Kills? Yeah. Um, that it was going to be, hey? I just remember the first one they did this up. of this, you know, this new series or this new trilogy they're making, I thought was excellent. So good. And I was a bit let down with Halloween Kills, if I'm honest. Um, but this looks, this looks fun, fine. I'm just not as excited for it as I was when it first started. That's it. Halloween, Halloween kills kind of killed the buzz. But I mean, look, this this trailer is promising something that I think you can't help but kind of get excited for. It's like, yeah, Laurie Strode and Michael Myers are gonna really face off again, like you know, more so than they they did in the in that first new movie called Halloween. It's very difficult to talk about these films. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The 2018, the 2018 Halloween. Um, but, but yeah, pretty much that alone. I mean, there's snippets of what looks to be like some little you know, cool little horror action-y scenes. There, there's enough in this to, to make me go, yeah, cool, I'm keen. Well, yeah, again, I was always going to watch it. Where is my level of excitement? It's teetering on the, I might be more excited about it again. But it's not full-blown yet. It's, it's still in that sort of middle area where it's like, hey, yeah, it's coming, cool. And we'll watch it and no doubt review it. Anyway, that's it for, for trailer talk at this point in time. Um, but look, there's heaps of news. San Diego Comic-Con, um, where do we start? MCU Phase 5 seems like the logical place to start. I mean, as ever, Marvel came out swinging. So much news. And we've got a full list of Phase 5. And it is a long list. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Echo, The Marvels, Loki Season 2, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Captain America, New World Order, and 18 episodes of Daredevil, Born Again. And before Comic-Con, Julius Ona, the director of The Cloverfield Paradox, he was confirmed as the director of Captain America, New World Order, starring Anthony Mackie. There we go, then. It's not really a, 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 a that movie. 
that Clitterfield paradox. Is that the one we want to? <laughs> that the one you want to have on the on the title? I mean, gun? I'm sure he's done something else, but yeah, I'm no, not he, sure. But he um, absolutely. Hey, everyone has a bad day at the office. No, that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was actually a well put together movie. It just wasn't a good movie. But that is Phase Five in in full, and honestly. What's got me most excited out of all of it is Daredevil Born Again. Charlie Cox back as Matt Murdock, Daredevil. And the episode count, most of these Disney Plus Marvel shows, they're like six episodes. They're going 18 with Daredevil. Really happy about that. Yeah, this is very different. And one of the criticisms that I've I've recently, I've sort of discovered that might be the problem of a lot of those Disney Plus shows has been that six episode limit where it's sort of, it just seems like they're putting themselves in a box that they aren't free enough to sort of work with this 18 episode. I mean, that's surely that's more than enough. Hopefully that means they flesh out a story that deserves to be told across 18 episodes. And it's not just going to be a bit of a drag because I'll admit like there were some of the Netflix shows that, I did find that even with the 13 episode count, I was like, yeah, we could do with a couple of these episodes going in the bin. Yeah, no, I didn't I've, necessarily need them. Yeah, but so I felt that as well. 18 is a is a it just seems like a very dramatic number. <laughs> like well, they, to what we've been getting. But it's they, exciting. It is exciting. They know they know they've got something, not just with the character of Daredevil, but with Charlie Cox as the character. And and it's not just in Born Again. The Echo TV series, it's been confirmed that both Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are going to be in that show. It's going to sprout out from that. Um, I mean, again, we, we've talked about that Echo show previously. I think the only thing that's got me excited is those two actors and, and those yeah, two no, characters being me too. in that show because I have I have no interest in, the, in this Echo character. But Echo started as a Hawkeye spinoff. I mean, I enjoyed Hawkeye a lot, but the idea of this character, Echo, having her own spin-off, wasn't interested. Add Daredevil, add Kingpin, I'm there. <laughs> and then you've got something. Can I just say, that before we get into like the rest of all this Marvel, like, goodness that we've got. I mean, like, it's very exciting that we've got this Phase 5 announcement, and then we're going to talk about this... I guess phase six or what we know of phase phase six. I mean the phase numbers, it's all arbitrary. It's not it doesn't really mean anything. Like we're talking about movies that we've already heard of being announced before, you know, like Ant-Man, the Secret Invasion TV show. We knew Guardians 3 was coming. Like a lot of this isn't actually new, but it is, you know, like they've kind of spun it in a way. It's like, oh yeah, phase five, how exciting. Um and it's like, oh, Phase 4 is ending, like, at the end of this year with Black Panther. It's like, it, but it doesn't really make a difference, it, it, you know? If you, no, if you I mean, it, yeah, it just yeah. keeps going. But as a comic reader, and now having these characters on the big screen, on the small screen, I don't know, it, they're very much applying the comic book structure to how they're releasing the content and how they're framing it. So for me, I love it. And I think a lot of people do as well. But you're right. It doesn't really mean too much. But there's just something about putting a bow on it. It doesn't mean 
and then there's three stages that i'm making up individual sagas you know so it's so black widow was the start of phase four and then as you say and this phase is going to end with black panther so phase four will end with black panther on the big screen and she hulk on the small screen there we go and then what they're calling, what they're going to, you just mentioned like the, the three phases make up a saga. We had phase one, two, three was the Infinity Saga. Well, Marvel's phase four, five, six is being titled the Multiverse Saga. So, I mean, that makes sense. Pretty much there's a lot of phase four has been multiverse talk. That's been the, the biggest thing introduced. I mean, there's been other stuff going on, but that is the... That is the kicker, and obviously we're going to lead to, to bigger things. Uh, um, we ha- haven't got all, all the titles. There's lots of little dates that don't have announced projects for yet, but we do know Fantastic Four. We've got a date, November 8th, 2024. Um, and then here's the big kicker. In 2025, we're not getting one. We're getting two in the same year, two Avengers films, uh, Avengers the Kang Dynasty on May 2nd and Avengers Secret Wars on November 7th, 2025. It's all what a year! What a year! I, I think there are some other dates. Are there, there, are there some other dates in 2025, or is it just literally going to be the two Avengers films? Oh, I mean, absolutely, there's going to be more, but at the moment, they're the three films that we that we know of. And the fa- that final phase of the multiverse saga, the first film, yeah, will be Fantastic Four. And it, it seems so weird when you think about like, okay, phase one started in 2008 and phase three ended. So the saga ended uh, 11 years. It took 11 years for that, for that saga to complete. This saga is going to run from 2021. Is that correct? Or was it 2020? Let's say 2020 just to make it generous to, two, to 2025, literally five years or four, depending on how strict you want to be with it. It's going to be a tight saga. So pretty much half the length, then we're going to get a whole saga. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. And so we know that we're going to get that capped, that capped off story of everything with the multiverse, with Kang, secret wars, whatever, you know, like all the craziness that's going to bring we know that's all going to be wrapped up from the end of 2025 i mean i'm happy about that if i'm honest that i mean i've been enjoying the multiverse saga i guess and you know everything that comes with the multiverse <laughs> more than you have but still i don't always want to have this so it's good to know that they've got an end date on the multiverse yeah and it's worth noting um because a lot of you know, a lot of people would say the best MCU films have been the ones directed by um, the Russo brothers, you know, like the Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. Um, Kevin Feige has confirmed that the Russo brothers will not be returning for the Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. So it's going to be a another director or director's helming those two films or which is probably yeah, who knows who not knows? A, probably well yeah i was gonna say yeah probably not a 
bad thing to bring in, I say, some fresh directors. But the Russos did say, even, you know, fairly recent, that would they be interested in directing anything else from Marvel? And they both said Secret Wars. But that was before Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I'd like I would be interested in directing, you know, Secret Wars. Doesn't mean I've got the job. So I know, but you also didn't direct, you know, right. two Avengers movies, it's, it's two funny. Captain it's America like, films. It's the Russo brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, well, and whose fault is that? <laughs> I would have butchered them. I don't know what I'm doing. Pointing the camera there, but it's all, it's all very exciting. Um, the MCU, yeah, it's 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 still gone. So it's just it's just weird to think like, oh wow, I definitely just thought that Phase Four had just started, but again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a number. I mean, that was this time last year, wasn't it? Black Widow, maybe a little bit earlier, June. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I don't actually know because. In fact, you know what? I definitely I think, just said it was twenty twenty. <laughs> I think it was April, phase four, Black Widow. I'm pretty sure it was April 2021. Didn't Vision come out first? That is, that is a good question. Well, I mean, technically, Black Widow was a prequel. Anyway, anyway, still Marvel, but not MCU. Adam Scott has joined Madame Webb the upcoming Spider-Man spin-off starring Dakota Johnson. I mean, I mean, this movie is still coming, but there's delays. There is delays. It will now open um, October 6th, 2023. Meanwhile, Insidious 5, directed by actor Patrick Wilson, is jumping into Madam Web's previous date of July 7th, 2023. So they need some more time to finish, I guess. I, I'm, I'm getting less and less interested in this film. Look, Adam I don't know. Scott is, I, don't yeah. know how, I mean, he's great. He's honestly, he he's is really, yeah. really good. It's just the character, the film. And I said to you, I've recently rewatched <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I thought it was bad the first time. Watching it a second time, what a pile of shit. And I realised as I was watching Venom, which I do remember liking more than Morbius. I am never watching Morbius again. One and done. I can't go near it. Terrible. So I've got no interest in these. I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, spin-offs. Could I actually not watch Madam Web? Maybe. You know, maybe at least wait until I don't have to pay for it. And I'm not saying Illegally, I just mean to wait for it to drop at a streaming service. Like, I mean, that's it. I watched Venom I 2 on Prime, so I feel like I could bypass the cinema. There you go. But do you know what? From this news, again, Adam Scott, delight. So, nothing against him there, but just again, just talking about this project, Insidious 5, I'm probably more excited about that. Yeah, I like them films. They're enjoyable <laughs> films. I haven't, I haven't done me wrong yet. Number four was, you know, a bit. Shaky, but that's okay. Still pretty good. <laughs> what I remember actually might have been really good. I don't know. That'd be good. That'd be good. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Madam so Web. there you go. Silver oh. linings. Yep. Yeah, Madam Web. I mean, they keep adding to the cast, don't they? And, it, and you know, Kramer the Hunter is still a thing. <laughs> it's just hard well, to get could... excited yeah, about these films. 
I mean, three movies that they haven't been great. For me, anyway, I haven't. Yeah, you know, I feel that venom. Anyway. All right. So at Comic-Con, Warner Brothers and DC stuck to their 2022 titles, Black Adam and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, By not presenting Aquaman 2 and The Flash, the studio basically have avoided, um, you know, confronting its Amber Heard and Ezra Miller problems, for now at least. Um, any comments? Any comments, thoughts on that? Well, or? it's just it's just very, very telling, isn't it? I mean, Aquaman is due out at Christmas. Shazam is due out at Christmas. Although for us, we get it in January, which yeah. I didn't know until the other day. So you have to wait a little bit longer. And we didn't even talk about Black Adam, Shazam in trailer talk, because you know what? They look all right, I guess. Nothing special. Nothing special. DC, Warner Brothers, they didn't just, they didn't really bring anything, did they? I mean, they had Dwayne Johnson turn up Hall H in costume. That's okay, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. That's fun. But other than that, like, I mean, Aquaman, no presents. The Flash movie, I mean, again, obvious reasons why they're not promoting these movies right now, but The Flash is the return of Michael Keaton as Batman. I mean, Comic-Con would have been perfect for that. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, they could have just nipped it in the butt and been like, you know what, we're going to promote the shit out of this movie and get people excited, get Michael Keaton on stage, do and then just be like, not even saying anything, just be like, you know, Ezra Miller's not here, he's not. Yeah, it's... I mean, again, in we know why they're not promoting the films. It it was just odd, just not being there at all. Mm. Look, I mean, like you said, the the trailers were fine. I I enjoyed the the Shazam one. It it very much felt like that first film, which I enjoyed quite a lot. Um, it looks like we're going to get more of, of that stuff, a lot more of the Shazam family or the Marvel family, whatever. What are they called? Is that what they're called, the Marvel family? No, they can't, can't use it. It's the Shazam family. They can't use it. It's a Shazam family. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. But we all know what it is. But, yeah, look, it looks it looks good. So. I mean, we got some casting news for Black Adam. I mean, the film's just around the corner, but it's just been revealed that Viola Davis is back as Amanda Waller. There you go. It's good to see her on the big screen again. I mean, the last... Was the last DCEU movie The Suicide Squad? It was, and she was in that. And the, and the she was last and, and only... Peacemaker? <laughs> yeah, the last and only DCEU TV show, Peacemaker. Yeah, she was on a laptop. We got to see her on a monitor. So she's, <laughs> so she's back. She hasn't really left. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> she's been back for a while. <laughs> but it's it's exciting all in itself. Um, good to have her. Um, if we if we make it take it over the DC animated realm, DC have announced this their slate for animated movies coming in 2023 which again is not that far away um Robbie x justice league or a Robbie justice league crossover movie we've got batman the doom that came to gotham legion of superheroes and justice league 
War World. I had to look up what Roby was. I knew that it was, is it anime? I began by saying I know what it is now, which I, I guess I don't. I think I it, looked it up and I still have questions. <laughs> well, I know there was a recent crossover that DC put out where the characters meet, and I guess that's what they're going to be looking to adapt. If if I'm honest, I guess without knowing who Roby actually are, I mean, I did look into it. It's a supernatural universe for strong girls who are training to become Huntresses, their humanity's only hope of defeating a shadowy and threatening creature known as Grim. So there you go. I'll look into it a little bit. So yeah, and they, this, this they look that. like they have different elements, kind of ah, okay. character or something. I don't know. But it's that and Justice League. I'm interested in the Justice League part of it, but the other films sound more interesting. Now, we just, don't just know. Sorry, just, just on Ruby. I just looked it up. It's actually, it's pronounced Ruby. Oh, I'm glad I that you. I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. This is on air I mean, discovery. This that is-, is a funny looking you. That's what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but there's not too much information on the other films. Batman, the doom that came to Gotham. I did read somewhere that it could possibly be a follow-up to The Long Halloween, which we're continuing the... I mean, they've not got a word for the shared continuity yet. A lot of people call it the Tomorrowverse because it started with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. That works, and I think we should stick with that until we're told otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of speculation. Justice League, War World, maybe that is also Tomorrowverse. Maybe Justice or maybe Legion of Superheroes is a standalone. There's also talks of a sequel to Justice Society World War II, which was Tomorrowverse. It's always fun when we find out what's coming from you know the DC animated movies. Adam Sandler and his entire family, including his Teenage daughters Sonny and Sadie and his wife Jackie will co-star in You Are Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah, a feature film based on Fiona Rosenblum's coming-of-age novel. There you go. I mean, normally he sneaks them in, doesn't he? <laughs> like you're watching oh, yeah, yeah, the film and family members pop up. I like that now. Is that, that hiding it? Is that, hey... This is me and my entire family. We're making a film. And this is a Netflix film. As you, yeah. I mean, I, I would have bet five bucks on that, that it would have been a Netflix film. I love this title. Um, is this the title of the book as well? Like, it is, yeah. Book yeah. and the movie. Oh, also, Sandler's Uncut Gems co-star, Adina Mentel, will also star in the film, along with SNL's Sarah Sherman and Louise Guzman. Delightful faces there, but yeah, this this sounds like a super Jewish, very family orientated kind of movie. Um, this it's just already got elements that I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is this good. This this looks like a good kind of thing that Adam Sandler could do. You know, it's 
I don't know. I just like everything about it so far. It yeah, still it's, might end um, up being a pile of crap. It's but. appealing. <laughs> but, you know, we've talked in the past about these Sandler Netflix films not being the best, but we, you know, recently reviewed Hustle. We both enjoyed Murder Mystery, which is getting a sequel. And then, you know, this is being made, I'm assuming, as part of that Netflix deal. So we're getting, for me, more interesting projects than a lot of what we've got. I mean, there's been some decent ones. Like I did enjoy the do-over with Spade. That was a that was a good one. Yeah, that was a movie that was made. <laughs> I mean, but if you if you look, if you look at the go back to the beginning of the Netflix deal, ridiculous six. I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, where I think now it might be more a case of okay, he has the freedom like to go to Netflix with any film and they're like, yep, this can be your next one. Cool, let's make it. Like, because, you know, the deal's in place. He just might be better, you know, like actually coming with better projects and being like, well, no, let's actually do this one. This one's actually going to be pretty, not just like, I mean, who knows the thought process or who's actually the one calling the shots or, or pitching the ideas. But I'm just hoping that we have more of a trajectory of wins rather than like ah oh, that was a that was an experience <laughs> that we went through. So but this this uh, does sound good. It, it does, like... it does. Now, this almost could have been trailer talk this next this next story. Um, but Rob Zombies, the monsters. We've got a premiere. Well, we've got a premiere month. It will premiere on Netflix in September. That's so very close. It's so yeah, very close. It is. It and is. we should be excited, shouldn't we? Because should we? A trailer has dropped. <laughs> and my God, I don't know if there's some artsy avant-garde kind of angle that this this trailer's going for or this film's going for, but this might be the worst freaking trailer for a wide release kind of film. I say wide release, it's gone to a streaming service. But, you know, a big studio developed film, the worst trailer I've seen in years. It looks like what? a pile of shit. Like, what honestly, is this, man? I could not believe what I was seeing. As I was watching the trailer, I'm like, what is this? And I recently finally finished the Devil's Rejects trilogy. House of a Thousand Corpses, Rejects, From Hell. And I've watched a few other Rob Zombie films as well. And, I mean, I know that The Monsters isn't going to be that. I mean, they're R-rated movies. <laughs> or this, is it? Oh, my this, God. This imagine? is a PG, mate. This, this is a PG. Now, this is a film that it seemed like, all intents and purposes, was going to be theatrical. And then... It got announced that it's going straight to streaming, but it's simultaneous streaming and home release. So it is getting a DVD and Blu-ray release as well. So I don't know <laughs> go pick up what's happened. Of the monsters, man. <laughs> I, but I don't know what has happened behind the scenes, but something's obviously happened. But from what I've read, like Rob Zombie is a big fan of the monsters and he wanted to make something faithful to that TV show. So it is PG, goofy. Um, yeah, it just looks awful. It looks <laughs> it looks awful. No, but it almost looks intentionally awful. 
Well, like, I think he's tried to capture the show. And if I'm honest, like, when I was younger, I did watch The Monsters, but I always viewed it as Adam's Family Light. Yeah, Adam's yeah, Family like wasn't on, so I'd settle for The Monsters. But he seems to really like The Monsters. It's just he always casts his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, in everything. And she's in this, <laughs> playing. Is it is it Lily? Is that the, is she the... The wife? <laughs> I don't know. I watched the Adams Valley, man. It's yeah, like, no, me too. Like, I don't know the names. But look, they are obviously trying. I mean, it, it does look like they're trying to capture that feel. But then it's like, like, especially the bit at the end of the trailer where it's like, if it, it looks like some random skit that you'd see on, come across on YouTube and that, that makes you sort of, make that real cringy face yeah it's like oh this is horrendous like it looked like some some high school kids just filmed this on their phones like they got some makeup and went went for god like went for it like and you know for some reason they've given grandpa a mustache which is something that he didn't for some for some reason they've got look i don't know if it's his own money but i'm just gonna assume someone's given rob zombie 65 million dollars it's been reported to make wow really and I'm thinking he might have spent 500 grand, maybe a million, and then did renovations on his house. I don't know. Like, did you, know what did you see that failed pilot years ago? Jerry O'Connell played Herman Munster. Oh, no, I have no idea that existed. I th- yeah, I think it was, is it, I think it was Brian Fuller, and it was for NBC. And it got ended up getting released in the US to one off. I think it's available on YouTube. It was called, I think it was just called Mockingbird Lane. So it didn't actually have okay. Okay, sure. monsters in the title. Yeah, but if you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, like how, I like how it's funny. I don't know the name of the wife, but I know the name of the street. I, th- I think it is Lily. No, I'm like, I'm. I don't. I legit don't know. I have no idea. So let's go with it. Well, I've just looked it up. I've just looked it up. It is. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Confirmed. Yes. Lily Monster. There we go. Thank you to the bank. Samara Weaving and Tony Revolori are the latest additions to the cast of Scream Six. Is Tony? Is that the? Is that Flash from? It is Spider Man movie. That is (laughs) the newer. As well, all right, cool. I mean, yeah, he's he's fun. Uh, he, did, he did some good stuff with like the like, I think it was one of the Wes Anderson films that he was, yeah, in. he played a bellboy. I don't know, I can't remember. Yeah, was yeah, it that's oh, the one? Yeah, he was, um, uh, Budapest yeah. Hotel, the Hotel Grand Budapest, Budapest. Yeah. yes, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Uh, and Samara Weaving is a delight. Um, I mean, look at this stage. They're going to have to pump Scream 6 with um, some appealing talent just to fill that hole of... Yeah, <laughs> of the Neve Campbell-shaped hole. Campbell. Yeah. Yes. Don't the say the Neve Campbell hole. <laughs> the Neve Campbell hole. They need to fill the Neve Campbell hole. You need to stop saying it. The Neve Campbell-shaped <laughs> hole. Anyway. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, let's just leave that there because I, I don't know what we can say about Scream. Um, that's it for movie news. 
we've got some TV news as well. Marvel Studios announced that I Am Groot is coming to Disney Plus this August. What if Season 2 and X-Men 97 are coming in 2023? Spider-Man Freshman Year will debut in 2024 and Marvel Zombies will be rated MA. That's a expect. Lots yeah, of yeah. violent zombies. But yeah, that is a <laughs> lot of news. I mean, we've got a first look at X-Men 97. Has me so excited. I mean, really, the, the good thing about it is that it just, it looks like a polished up version of yeah. the 90s show. It, like, it's the best which, approach. It's the best approach. And they dropped a little teaser trailer thing for... I am Groot. Again, something that could have been trailer talk, but that's okay. Talking about it here. It's all part of it. And this looks cute as like it, it's it's baby Groot. It's he's cute. He's adorable. He's running around doing things, causing havoc. It, yeah, it's gonna be a quick watch though, because the they're only shorts, aren't they? And I think there's only a handful of them. Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, it's just like a little, like, it's just like bonus. Extra content. Yeah, extra just content. bonus content. Um, Charlie Cox will reprise his role as Daredevil and voice the animated character in Spider-Man freshman year. Very exciting. And ahead of its season one premiere, it's been renewed for a second season titled Spider-Man sophomore year. That's That's cool. That's cool. One, well, um, I was excited for this show because it was it was going to be sort of like almost like a, what seemed to be pitched as like the origins of the Tom Holland MCU Spider Man that we that we got. However, um, there was some images released and it was sort of like there was like a Norman Osborn looking character that was in there. Yep. So like I think now people are thinking, is this an alternate? kind of thing it's not in the mcu or it still might be but a variation of it i mean just because it's a i mean there was a time if it said marvel studios the assumption would be well it's mcu but x-men 97 isn't and that's got marvel studios on it or is it nah no so it, <laughs> it, well then again i mean they have who bloody they've referenced the x-men theme twice now live action mcu so maybe maybe it is all connected who knows but i think you're right i think spider-man is going to be its own thing the fact that norman osborne is that mentor type so we're not getting iron man we're not getting mysterio it's norman osborne who doesn't actually exist in the mcu does it well, that's it. And I guess that means by doing it this way, we're going to get more, like, some more adventures with Spider-Man. Like, they have that freedom. If it's within the MCU, it's pretty much going to be him in his, like, you know, like his his makeshift gear yeah. <laughs> up until he meets Tony Stark. So, yeah, this is probably the better approach. No, I, I like um, it. And do, and do you know what? Like, even if it's not the same Daredevil, I like the idea. If they're going to have Daredevil appear, Charlie Cox, just like um, Warner Brothers did with Matt Ryan as Constantine, live action yeah, animation, like different continuities. I don't care. Charlie Cox, Daredevil, 
How about Twitter? I can see him. Yeah. All right. Um, a bit of Teen Titans Go news here. Zack Snyder is returning to the world of DC. Um, he will be a special guest in an upcoming episode of Teen Titans Go. He will appear as himself in the series' 365th episode titled 365. Very appropriate. Um, in the chapter, the Titans want their 365th episode to be extra special, so they head to the Warner Brothers studio lot to find a director. Enter Zack Snyder. I mean, from Man of Steel to Teen Titans Go, and we've just had Comic-Con, so many people were speculating there was going to be a Snyder announcement. People speculating that Henry Cavill there is. would be in Hall H this. As, as Superman, and none of that happened, except for this, obviously, and um, this is happening. Yeah. What's worth noting, though, episode 365, really? Is that not a typo? That is a lot. I didn't realise there'd been that many. Yeah, that's, that actually is quite insane. Um, but look, with the humour of of like of Teen, Teen Titans Go, yeah, it's very it's very meta. It's very much aware of, of things. They're going to have fun with having Snyder on. Uh, I'll check it out. It, of, it's it's just yeah. not the DC news that I think. Most people were waiting for, but you're right. It is. It I is think, fun. I it think this fun. could have been maybe more interesting if it was like, you know, like how they've been putting out like little movies and stuff. Maybe like another Teen Titans Go movie, and have Zack Snyder pop up in in yeah. that. And it's just weird that it's just a random An episode. episode yeah. Well, well, you say you say random. It's episode three hundred and sixty-five. It's a big. Um, it's a big milestone. You know, I've still not sat down and watched this show properly, but Teen Titans go to the movies. put one on every day and I, it'll take you a year. Yeah. I've seen Teen Titans go to the movies now so many times and it never gets old. That movie is fantastic. That movie's great. Yeah. The power of red. Yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> ah, such a good film. Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2 will have a crossover episode with Lower Decks in both live action and animation. The episode will be directed by Jonathan Frakes. I could not believe this news. Like, I'm like, I'm, is this real? I love Star Trek Lower Decks. It is a funny show, so much fun, and I'm thoroughly enjoying Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Never in a million years did I think the worlds would collide, and it is happening. The voice cast, so I don't know if it's going to start in animation, but the voice cast from Lower Decks will be playing the live-action versions of their characters. So we're going to see Jack Quaid, Maybe with purple hair in his lower decks Starfleet uniform. I mean, this is, I, I mean, I, I can't, I still, if I, do you know what? I won't fully believe it's a thing until it's a thing, until I actually see it, because <laughs> it just sounds made up. I'm here for it. I cannot I mean, wait. Like, I mean, I feel like you'd almost answered some of the questions, even though with still a, a bit of questioning 
in your in your voice but i i have all the questions <laughs> about this like i yeah how how are I they mean, doing it the the how concept the concept is amazing uh, and having these shows cross over like is so good and then it's like just an add-on and by the way this crossover will be directed by william Riker. you're like oh my god like <laughs> this <laughs> oh this is so good and you know and we could have also put it in trailer talk but they put out a season three trailer for star trek lower decks i'm not sure if you've seen it or not but the end of the trailer the uss cerritos arrives at deep space nine but i think they're early so and they're like well what should we do and they're like, oh let's just um drive around the pylons a few more times and then they're just driving around the outside of deep space nine with the theme from ds9 playing ah so much fun so much star trek That's and then we've got the we've got the teaser trailer which was pretty much showing all the characters with a bit of dialogue for picard season three you've got Worf with gray hair geordie's there ah oh, man it's never been a better time to be a star trek fan the official title and logo for Disney Plus's National Treasure TV show, National Treasure Edge of History. We've got Harvey Cattell reprising his role as Peter Sadowski from the two feature films. Are you excited? I believe there was also, was it like a little teaser thing or was it just sort of like an announcement video? Yeah, I think it's an announcement video. Like, yeah, I think it was mainly the title, wasn't it? Mainly the title, yeah. I think it was just the, the title reveal. And then we got a poster as well. I mean, we talked about this recently, didn't we? And Riley Poole, you know, like the character, not the main character, not Nick Cage's character, but Riley Poole from the first two movies was going to be in, in this show. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's the guy from The Hangover that got left out of all the fun. He's the guy that we're <laughs> to get excited about. Um, but no, now they're adding Harvey Keitel. That does have me more interested. And people working on the show, they've been very vocal about wanting Nick Cage to appear in season two. So who knows? Who knows? This could be a solid show. And maybe we'll get Cage pop up as Gates in a second season. But until then, Harvey Keitel, what a get for this show. I think we're on the right path. I think I think the Nick Cage appearance is inevitable. I think it will come. I hope so. I'm confident. I hope so. Hulu has renewed Only Murders in the Building for season three. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Have you started season news. two yet? Have you started I haven't. Two? I haven't, right? Oh, there's reasons. There is reasons. Oh. Um, there's, I think there's been five episodes so far. Both wife and I loved that first season, and I'm really looking forward to getting season two. Um, there's been a couple of nights where we've almost put it on, but um, nothing to do with the show. We just haven't started watching it yet. But, yeah, a third season. Bring it on. So none of them die, I'm guessing. Well, who knows? Who knows? I haven't started either. I, I will wait until it's all there for me and I'll binge ah. it just like I did that first season. Yeah, Very good. good. Um, Friday Night Dinner, you know that British show with that guy from In Inbetweeners and some other people that you're probably more familiar with? You're talking about <laughs> Simon Bird from Inbetweeners. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the rest. That's the, yeah, that's the one. Um, 
it's going to be remade by Amazon as a 10-part series called Dinner with the Parents. This is one of those American remakes. So the new show will focus on an American family. <laughs> I'm assuming I mean, the two straight, kids. Straight away. Dinner. Friday night dinner. Bad tale, isn't it? How clunky is dinner with the parents? It's, I don't know. It just, it just seems really clunky to me. But, you know, open mind and all that. Because I remember being negative about the US remake of Ghosts. Like, absolutely loving the original yeah, English and version. Were... And you, you like that, don't you? God, to be honest, smashed it. <laughs> All 18 episodes, I watched it on Paramount Plus. It was just sitting there. I thought, why not? I'll watch a couple. And look, it yeah, it's can, good. It can be done. I mean, The Office is a perfect example of where it, it is a very example. Is, is better. Is better. I'm not saying that's my opinion. Actually, yeah, it is my opinion. But um, <laughs> I, a, feel I know, but that is, that's the outlier, though, isn't it? The office. Mm. That, like, that's not it. many. It's an anomaly. Yeah, there's not many others you can say that about. So. But Friday night dinner. I mean, it's one of my favorite English comedies. Like it's you know great concept. Which I, I mean, I can see how. I mean, it is a basic concept as well. So you can see how they can well, easily when just the, lift when it the premise, and apply it. Yeah. Yeah. When when the premise is something that is so easily adaptable and you can do your own thing, it's like, yeah, it's just like these two kids that go to dinner with their parents every week every episode is something different it's so simple and so it, yeah but easy easy yeah but it, it's the cast as well though that that really really make the the english one and we, we talked about it you know, recently, oh, was it was it this year, last year? I can't even remember now, but we talked about the passing of Paul Ritter, who played the dad, Martin Goodman. Uh, there's so many good elements that make up Friday Night Dinner. But again, you know, ghosts worked for him in the end, and maybe this will be a decent adaption as well. Zach Galligan, the star of the original Gremlins, will have a reoccurring guest role in Secrets of the Mogwai alongside George Takai and more. So this is the animated show. Galligan won't be playing Peltzer since the series is set in the past. He's an entirely new character. He's declined to name who that character is going to be, so we'll have to wait and see. A bit of a mystery there. So I think, I guess for fans... Knowing that he's attached is fun, but obviously playing a completely different character. Yeah. And it's also good just to be like, he was such a big part of those films, obviously, just to include him in a way. He, he's he's there in some capacity, which is great. Yeah, no, it's good to know um, that he's, he's involved. But And just that we're getting more gremlins. Like for the longest time, we just had those two films, and now we're going to get a animated series. William Shatner is joining Mark Hamill in the Masters of the Universe Revolution voice cast. A few different worlds colliding here. And that's it. I mean, it's fun, isn't it? I mean, Hamill obviously has been, you know, with the project since the beginning, playing Skeletor. But Star Wars meets Star Trek. It's fun casting. And at the same time, 
just Shatner's got such a cool voice. So it'll be fun having him on the show. Father and son Kurt and Wyatt Russell will star in Legendary's Monsterverse series for Apple TV+. No, I legit keep forgetting that this Monsterverse thing is a, a thing. It's like, a real thing. Yeah, every Film. time we mention it, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Film, <laughs> TV, it's all happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, my interest in those films have dwindled, but <laughs> Kurt Russell, you know, it's always fun to have a bit of Kurt Russell and start. I mean, we don't know who they're playing. I mean, who knows? Maybe we're going to get two different time periods and Wyatt could be playing a younger version of his dad's character. Or they Ooh, could have that's scenes together. But either way, I'm I'm interested enough to check it out. But you know, the casting I think, I think I would is, like, is a fun part. I would like some like different time periods where we go back to stuff that was going on with Monarch and, and, and yeah, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that would be good. That might get me on board. It could work. Maybe I'd be interested. It could work. Resident Alien will return for season three. Yes. <laughs> Loved that <laughs> yes. first season. I watched a handful of episodes from season two, only maybe two or three, but I purposely stopped because as soon as it had started, it was going on like a long hiatus. And it's like, I think it's back oh, wow. in like August. So I purposely stopped watching to save them up. But this is still a really, yeah. a really fun show. It's, it's pretty delightful. I haven't started the second season yet. Not for that reason. I just haven't. Not for any reason, actually. Just haven't done it. I think, you know what? It's that thing. It's on that bloody Nine Go app. Where it's oh, like, yeah, the, the app is terrible. Paying, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ads. All of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not paying Arvis Five to watch all the ads. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's it's a ridiculous wait, there's a there's a pay option. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what oh I thought that's what you were alluding to. Maybe there isn't then. I don't know. <laughs> I thought maybe no, nah, it's just it's just a commercial television free to air app. So Right, I thought there was an ad-free version. Anyway, anyway, that's not even news because we've just made it up. <laughs> it's not even a thing. But yeah, here in Australia, <laughs> we get it on the Nine Now app. In the US, it's sci-fi. But the third season, we're, we're getting more of a good show. The upcoming college-themed spin-off of Amazon's The Boys finally has a name, Gen V. Works, doesn't That's it? kind of cool. Bit of a play on like the Gen X, um, uh, Mutant X. I don't know all that kind of. It is. There's it, different parallels. It, there. it works, but um, Vault yeah. Industries or Vault International, Vault whatever they are, Vault Studios, V, the drug. Yeah, it works. It's a good title. Yeah, all matches up. So I like it. Easy done. Um, this is big news for Walking Dead fans. If you care, if you still care. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> there was, for the longest time, you know, they've been talking about the these movies, bringing Rick Grimes back. The Rick Grimes Walking Dead movies, they seem to be dead. Like, they're dead gone. Not Walking Dead, just gone. Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick, and Denai Guerrero will return in a new Walking Dead series coming to AMC in 2023. So here we go. Another, yet another spin-off show. Um, 
yeah, I think those movies are done. This is Rick Grimes' return. So, I mean, look, that's, that's a pretty exciting thing. No Walking Dead fan hates Rick Grimes. Like, if you like The Walking Dead, you like Rick Grimes and you want him back. So this is exciting yeah. for that aspect. It is just conceptually crazy. The show is wrapping up um, this year, at the end of this year, and we, we've got three spin-offs with six or maybe five because of the Carol thing of the main characters. Of the show. <laughs> it's, like, so, it's so confusing. It's, yes, so, so Carol and Daryl is now just Carol. The Walking Dead films. No, it's just Daryl, just Daryl, just Daryl. Oh, Daryl, is it? Yeah, the Walking Dead. No, yeah, Carol, no, Carol was, oh, was Carol left. Carol left, yeah. I thought Daryl left. Anyway, nah, I, I, I don't watch Walking nah, Dead. The Daryl I, I tapped out a long time ago. I mean, I, even, even right, the, now, the, I, I still think that Daryl left, but you're probably right. The movies have now become a Rick this? and Michonne show, and we've got Negan and Maggie. In a show as well, oh, and there was that Comic Con trailer for Tales of the Walking Dead. This, I mean, come on. Hey, look, I mean, that's that's next month. That's uh, and look, that, that's like the anthology show. That looks kind of interesting. There's some, there's some interesting. I don't need stars. any of it. I don't need any Everyone. of it. I, I don't watch any of it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Like Rick was still in the show when I stopped. I mean, wow, yeah, that's, yeah. I stopped a long like a time ago. Year. But I'm still sat here. When I mean, I'll keep saying about it. <laughs> the show rejuvenated itself a little bit after, you know, after season something. It, they had a diet time jump. It was yeah, anyway. I've talked about it before. But look, that's it for the. the um, that's it for TV news. Um, we've got some recommends for you. I'm going to recommend the show from. Ooh, okay. yeah. Oh, God. Yep, I was interested in this show in the US. It's on Epics here in Australia. It is a Stan exclusive. Um, I once again got Stan for a short time, so I've been sampling a lot of things on there. And yeah, from I was interested. Um, there was like the ads made it have a bit of a lost feel. I'm like, oh, okay. And you know, one of the main actors on the show is Harold uh, Parano, who you would know as, was it Michael in Lost? It was, it was Michael. Whoa, there we go. That guy, you know, that guy. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but, he, but in this show, <laughs> he plays Boyd Stevens, the sheriff and de facto mayor of the township. It's, it's, it's a, it's a fun show. It's a sci-fi horror and there's a mysterious small town in middle America that's trapping all those who enter. As its unwilling inhabitants search for a way out, they must also survive the threats of the surrounding forest, including the terrifying creatures that come out when the sun goes down. So there's a mystery, there's voices, uh, it's really violent at times. And yeah, it's, it's a good show and a new. Before I started watching it, it had already been picked up for a second season. So, oh, okay. So if there's something to this, um, at least making more. And, yeah, I just, I got into it. You know, the, the mystery was enough of a hook. And, yeah, no, it's uh, worth watching. And I think maybe maybe 10 episodes. It doesn't have an overly long episode count. So it was quite a quick watch. 
but now it's uh, it's good. So from that's uh, no, that's good to hear. It's it's on our list at home here to um, to start checking out. I think it's either from one of the producers or a couple of the producers or something I've lost as well. So that yeah, was, that, that was, was a bit of a hook for me. Yeah, that was all over the ads. But I've got to be honest, like I'm not seeing people from Lost like in the credits. I mean, you'd know more than me if I'm honest. I mean, the show was created by John Griffin, written by uh, no relation of mine. Um, but I'm seeing no, like there's no J.J. Abrams. Maybe there's like a writer that I'm not familiar with from Lost, but it definitely was in the ads. Like yeah. Lost was used in the marketing for it. And but look, we've got Michael, so that's the important. There we thing. go. <laughs> Or Harold or Boyd or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, awesome. Um, I'm recommending a well, it's a it's a it's a newish movie, not super new, but it's a it's a new movie this year. It's a slasher film. Um, X. That's it, just X. Um, written, directed, and produced and edited by Ty West. Uh, we've got Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell um in this movie now don't let this plot turn you off um we've got a cast and crew who gather to make a pornographic film on an elderly couple's rural texas property um but they find themselves threatened by a killer so as they're as they're going about their day sneakily making this porno they are getting picked off so that's all very exciting um it's a pretty, it's an interesting watch. There's some confronting visuals and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but, you know, if you've got a bit of a mature bone in you, you can um, you can get through this one. It's pretty, a little bit graphic, but, you know, again, it's a, it's, it's a nice little horror. It's something, every now and then I, I come across these little horror films that I'm like, wow, that was a, that was a, a gem in a, you know, in, a, in rough waters. So, this was a, a pretty good one and sneaky bit of news here as well. Just throwing it out there that uh, I found out recently a prequel film was secretly shot back to back with this film um, when they were filming it um, in the same year. It's going to be called Pearl and it's going to be about one of the, uh, let's say one of the elderly characters in the, in the film. Again, won't give you too many details, but there's uh, yeah, this will Kind of be their backstory, I'm guessing, from that. And there's also a sequel in development. So this is becoming a whole wow, it's taking off, isn't it? It's I've heard, off. I've heard great things. I've heard great things. And and you're right. Yeah, the um, yeah, the prequel was announced out of nowhere. Yesterday we got the poster, and then today we got the trailer. Oh my um, god, there's a trailer. There's a trailer Holy here. Yeah. Give me a sec, let me go off. I'll wait till <laughs> and, after the show. Um, Pearl will star Mia Goth, so she's playing the lead. Yeah. So what's? I don't want to give. Well, I don't know anything. So maybe, in just in case people are listening and they don't know, no, so I've not seen. I'm just trying to think. If it, it's not a spoiler. Like, so Mia Goth, she plays one of the. She plays one of the young people, um, one of the, the younger characters, the girl. But she also plays with prosthetics and makeup and all that. She plays one of the the elderly people so it's kind of kind of well, interesting. she plays so pearl. it seems she's pearl yeah like she 
Yeah, so Pearl is the older lady. So in Nuts. the in this yeah. prequel, she's going to be playing the young version of the older lady. But it's weird because I mean that's cool. I, I mean I've got to be cool. honest. Um, horror starring Jenna Ortega that had me interested. Um, but yeah, but you know you're recommending X now, and I've heard nothing but good things. So I definitely do want to see it. Yeah, I'll give that a crack. All right. Um, what's next? Trivia? Yeah, trivia. That's me. I've got to do that. All right. So I figured. Look, we're talking monsters. Let's let's dive in and see what see what monsters trivia we could we could come up with. And I've got the name of the wife. No, um, no, we did that. We did that already. Um, I don't know how true this was, but apparently the um, the title of the show was supposedly derived from combining the words fun and monsters, like monsters. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It sounds right. <laughs> um, the original pilot, um, the Monsters My Fair Monster, uh, it was un- it went unaired. This was an unaired pilot, um, but it was partially shot on the set of the film Psycho from 1960. Thought well, that was pretty cool. This same pilot was actually filmed in color, but the show, the rest of the show was shot in black and white because the studio did not want to pay an extra $10,000 per episode for the colour. Wow. Yeah. Again, who knows if any of that's true, but (laughs) there it is. Unchecked trivia (laughs) for you. Check your own sources. And I believe that's it, right? Is that, that's our show. That is it. That's it. That's it for our movie show please go subscribe and download this podcast on soundcloud and apple Podcasts. and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast we are on social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram as that film stew podcast and we also have our companion shows rewind and review and sounds like comics which each have their own facebook pages if you missed it, we recently reviewed The Black Phone and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Green Lantern, Beware My Power. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.